Siva Shalom and Parshas Vayikra Daf Yud Tes. And he brings this down also in Chaluk Beis on Pesach, the same concept. It's brought down that the Midas Hadin was Makatrig on Klal Yisrael. They said, Halalu Oiv De'avoydezar V'halalu Oiv De'avoydezar. Came to Kriyas Yamsuf, Hashem gave the order, I want you to split the sea, let this group pass safely, and then I want you to drown that group. And the Midas Hadin says, they're all the same. They're Oiv De'avoydezar, and they are Oiv De'avoydezar. And Eretz Mitzrayim was full of our Avaydazara. And therefore, that's why Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it says that it could not be done by Malachim. Hashem says that I'm going to have to do it by myself. Lo yal yidei Malach, lo yal yidei Shliach, lo yal yidei Saraf, el HaKadosh Baruch Hu Buchvaydei Why? So he says because the Malach can't tell the difference. And he explains over here also. Over here also. Malachim only see the maisim. They only see our actions. But they can't tell the machshavais asher shal adam. They can't tell what's on our heart. Angels can only see actions, not what's going on inside. Uve and in the world of action, haregam yisrael avda And therefore, in the world of action, they can't tell the difference. You're going to send somebody in to Gaza to um, kill the terrorists and to rescue the prisoners. And the guy can't tell the difference between the terrorist and the Israeli prisoner, so you can't send them in. You gotta send them somebody with night vision goggles that he can go ahead and tell the difference. The angels couldn't tell any difference. Because on the surface, based on our actions, we were the same. Halalu and halalu. And it didn't, didn't make any sense. And that's why the Midas Adin said, no deal, we can't do it. Hashem says, I gotta do everything, everything around here by myself. Okay? I'm used to sending angels. I, over here I can't send angels. Hashem knows the hidden. He knows what's going on. In the heart of a Jew. He had to rescue us because he knows what's going on. Because it is revealed and it's open and known to Hashem. That our will is to do your will. The Yitzhahara is the one who's pushing us down. Hashem could see past all of the externals, and He sees inside. Even though you see kids smoking on Shabbos, you see a guy and a yid, and they're both smoking, and you say, Halalu kalalu, he's a guy, he's a shegitz. No, Hashem knows that really inside, they're different. On the outside, they might look exactly the same. They might be drinking, or they might be doing drugs, they might be laughing, they might be seemingly having a good time, sinning, engaged in all kinds of bad stuff. And on the outside, a lot of the angels in the community will agree. And they will say, they're the same, they're gone, there's no hope. But Hashem, He sees what's on the inside. And no matter how bad the sin is, it's galu v'yadu lefanecha, sheritzeinenu l'asesritzeinecha. Hashem knows, Hashem knows that every Jew, really the Ratzin is, that they want to do Hashem's will. Except for the Yitzhahara. If the Yitzhahara would leave us alone for one week, everybody would be soaring, soaring in the heavens. And if the Yitzhahara would let go for one week, we would all be down in the dumps. So Hashem knows that and He sees that. He knows what, what He's dealing with. So many times we say, we forget that we're dealing with a chelik, a kamimah, mamish. And the ones who say, no, it's not true, I'm really, really happy, 
they're the ones who it's just more dirt that is covering them over to the degree that they don't even feel bad, which is more sickness. Someone who doesn't know that they're sick is more sick. Hashem sees past all of that. Hashem sees the inside. And that's why he explains a, a very, very peladika, interesting medrash. The medrash says that Yisrael told Moshe, Hey, Chonu Nugalim, you're telling us we're going to get redeemed? It's not possible. The whole land of Mitzrayim was full of our Avaydazara. So it's impossible. We have no schus to get out of here. Amar Lahem, Aisha Rabbeinu says the following. Since Hashem wants to redeem you, He doesn't look. He's not interested. He's not looking at it. Since he wants to redeem you, the time is for redemption. Even though on the exterior actions you are doing bad stuff, Hashem says, not interested, I'm not looking at it. And he says, what does it mean? How could you just say, we know, vatron. you know, let us say that Hashem is a vatron, that he doesn't care. How could it be that he doesn't care? Do you know what Avayi Dezara is? Harikol Iker shall galus that first galus, the main thing, the main problem keeping us there was Avay Dezara. It's like the worst thing you can do. So what do you mean he doesn't care? Hashem goes ahead and he looks deep down. He does like an x-ray, a spiritual x-ray. And he sees our neshamas, our souls. And the internal neshama of a yid is not sinning under any circumstances. If you take a stethoscope and you listen inside to any Jew doing any sin, little or big, he's brokenhearted. And since the time came and Hashem wants to redeem you, he's not looking at the external. You can come with a video camera. See, look what he's doing. He's smoking on Shabbos. He says, I'm not interested in that. Since Hashem said the time has come and I want to redeem you, I want to rescue you, I'm not going to look at the outside. I'm going to look only at the inside. I'm going to see what's going on deep inside of you. Inside, inside their soul, they're not oivid avoidazara. And he says the same kind of words in Chelek Beis. He says, in the inside, because he asks, what's the answer? They're saying, what was the answer? The answer is, that's only in the outside. Internally, we were never Eved Avedazara. The example that I like to give for this, imagine we take a big Godel Yisrael, pick any name that you like, from a hundred years ago. And he's walking at night. And two o'clock in the morning, he's walking home, parked his car or whatever, his horse and buggy, walking a block to go home. And all of a sudden, he gets attacked. Four or five guys Bandits, bad guys, gangsters. And they say, hey, that's the big grand rabbi. The grand rabbi. Let's have some fun. Boys, grab him. And they grab him on the side, and the guy pulls out a cross, puts it down on the floor. He says, rabbi, bow down to the cross. The rabbi says, no way, I'll never do it. The guy pulls out a gun, puts it 
right here by his nose. He says, Rabbi, bow down or I'll blow your brains out. I won't do it. Puts it in his mouth. Sticks it all the way in his mouth. Rabbi, you're going to bow down or I'm going to blow your brains out. The rabbi says, I won't do it. He says, boys, you know what? Let me have some fun with him. Pulls out a baseball bat. He starts bashing it into his ribs. Breaks his ribs. Breaks his ribs. And they let go of him and he slumbers. I don't know if is there a better word. Slumps. Stunned slumber. He slumps right down on all fours. They take a picture. And the next day, the New York Times, Grand Rabbi, Rabbi, blah, blah, right, is now an, an idol worshiper. So I ask you, is right now, is he bowing down to an idol? For sure. It's not a fake picture. He is now in position externally bowing to an idol. Internally, is he an idol worshiper? The furthest thing. He was willing to die not to do that. And the only reason that he bowed down to idols is because he had absolutely no choice. He was beaten so bad that he fell and it was against his will. This is the way that tzaddikim look at sinners. This is the way tzaddikim look at people who are sinning. And they understand that the Gemara says, nobody sins against Hashem. Nobody's sinning against God, picking a fight with Hashem. Unless nechnas by rachdos must be that it entered into him uh, a ruach, a, a kind of insanity, because you got to be pretty insane to fight with God. And we see this more and more, and that's why tzaddikim like Maron, Ribgershin Edelson Shlita, Zaken Adar. That's why when I went to him on the video and and I said, how does the Rosh Hashiva look at these so many thousands and thousands of kids, Mechal Shabbos, eating chametz on Pesach, eating on Yom Kippur? He said, Anusim, Aynus. That was just his regular, how do you look at a Jew sinning? Anusim, Anusim. I said, what, you could sin for five years? You could be an Aynus for five years? He said, yeah, why not? There's no time limit on how much you're an Aynus. I asked him, so when are they going to stop sinning? He said, when they're happy, when they're happy, when they become happy. And it's such a deep insight of how a tzaddik looks at it. Tzaddikim never looked at sinners and, and, and saw sin. They say in Rabbi Labelzer, refused to believe that anybody's driving on Shabbos. He saw a car driving on Shabbos. He said, oy vey, must be an emergency. Let's say to Hillam. He refused to see it. They don't want to look at Jews as bad. Then we have little small-minded people and they start using names, shiksa, goita, throw him out of the house, give up on him, nothing will ever be, nothing will ever become of, of them. And all of that, it's not the way that tzaddikim look at it. And Baruch Hashem, it's not the way God looked at it. Because if Hashem would look at it that way, we would not have had Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened because even though we did not behave properly and we didn't earn salvation, and we didn't deserve the miracles, Hashem said, I'm not looking at the externals, you're my son, and I got to rescue you. And he broke the rules of nature. He broke all the rules of nature. Until then, water went down. But to save my children, I break my rules. I have rules in my house. There's a curfew. There's times that the door gets locked. We have a lot of rules. Not to drown our kids. That's when we go ahead and we say to our kids the same thing. I see what you did. I see on the external, but I know you on the inside. 
When they try to tell you your kid is bad, your kid is rotten, you know this kid since he's born. We don't look at the chitzainius, we see the pnimius, and we focus on massaging the nefesh hayeled. And that's the way we look at everybody. We massage their internal essence that's beautiful and that's trapped and that's beaten. I could give testimony that in the last 20 years that I've worked with so many, so many, so many broken kids and parents of broken kids, I've been searching for this Russia a very long time. And the more I search, the more I just find people who are sinning because of tremendous pain, tremendous pain, not just broken, not just broken ribs. It's like, well, their whole essence is broken. And I see them that once we help with Hashem's help to, to get them to stand up and to have self-esteem, to feel good about life, they do tshuva. Rabbi Gershon Edelstein said, when they're going to be happy, when they're going to be ruig, when they're going to be calm, they'll do tshuva. So many people say, no, they have to hit rock bottom. That's what's going to make them turn around. Don't, don't make them feel comfortable. Tzadikim don't say that. Tzadikim say, love creates influence. Influence is ultimately what's going to win. That's what the Chazanish taught, clearly. The Baal Shem taught, clearly. And so many, so many other tzadikim. So this is especially the time that we have to acknowledge that when we think about ourselves, even though we are covered with dirt, we think about other people that may be covered in dirt. We think about our children, thousands, tens of thousands of kids that are so messed up. It's so important that we never ever think that they are the sum of their external parts. We understand that the external is just bechitzainius, and we can't look at them even with the eyes of angels, because angels only see externals. We have to look at them with the eyes of Hashem. We have to be able to be mabit deep, deep inside of them to realize to be mabit and tzayfeb and nishmaisechem nishmas yehudi eina chaytas. On the outside, sin happens. She got a t-shirt. Sin happens. Happens to everybody. And who's to say theirs is worse than ours? They have much less bechira when the, their lives are messed up and they've been through trauma and abuse and they have such confusion. No, nobody can judge and nobody should judge whose sin is worse, who's going to do tshuva, who's not going to do tshuva. You know, these kids, when they're so far away, they always do some mitzvah that's probably more chashiv tashem than maybe all the mitzvahs we do in our whole lives. We have so many kids that were so messed up in the head and then from that they put on tefillin or they help somebody... They're bringing out Kvayt Shemayim, and it's our job only to do one thing, to realize that Hashem's look at a sinner is Goliv V'yadua, that it's known to Hashem, In the same way that we understand us supposedly stable people, we also say, and we rely on the Rachamim of Hashem, so too we know that it's Mida Kenegad Mida. When we look at other people with Rachamim, Hashem will judge us with Rachamim. Says the Kedushas Levi, It says that our, our judgment on Rosh Hashanah is in those words. Our judgment on Rosh Hashanah, Titein Lecha, Hashem says, I'm giving it over to you. The way that you judge other people is the way that you get judged. So you could have two people with the same actions, one of them is Dan other people Lakavskhus, he judges other people favorably, he gets judged favorably. Two people with the same Avera. Same situation. And one of them goes into jail, the other one goes scot free. Why? Because our judgment on ourselves, on Rosh Hashanah, depends on how we judge other people when we see their sins and their confusion. 
their problems and dysfunction. Something to remember. And that's why he says, The Pashib Shad is that you should judge people, Mishpat, with the judgment of Tzedek, of righteousness. Be fair. He says, no, don't be fair. Tzedek is a lashon of Tzedakah. Be generous. Be generous when you judge other people because then Hashem will judge you with generosity. Be generous when you see people sinning or stealing or whatever they're into or drugs or whatever area they're doing. Be generous when you judge them. Make sure your eyes are eyes of Rachum and Chanun like the Yudgim Omidus that we learn all the time because the way that you're going to look at that external behavior and define it is the way Hashem is going to define your external behavior in Rosh Hashanah. So this is not just something that's a good practice for them to save them. It's a practice for us. Those who are looking down on other people, I feel so bad for them. First of all, they got it wrong because they're looking down at tzaddikim who are in pain. They're losing the opportunity to influence them and to actually help them to come back and to bring them back to Hashem and to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and all good things. But they're also digging their own grave because they're going to be judged. Unfortunately, that's what it says. They're going to be judged with that midas adin, because they're being makatrig on other people. They're being tough, and they're prosecuting other people with toughness. And that's what it says. They're going to be judged. And they need so much rachmanus. We have to daven for them, that they should, they should change their, their vision. They should change the way they look at people. Some people are very arrogant. Like, they don't sin, and they don't understand it, and they look down at people, and they think that they're rotten, or they're bad. And that's not the that's not the fact. Every year is a chelikal akami ma mamish, and they've been proving themselves to me and to everybody. As long as you you allow them and give them the energy, you'll see that you'll have tremendous nachas from them.